0: Hey y'all and welcome into this episode of the All-American Walk-On Podcast. I am Dylan and I'm joined by Luke, Alex, and as we said in our last episode, our now fact check guy, Andrew Pooch, Puccinelli. I feel like we have some sort of notification every time we start this. Like there is a ding every time that we start this. That's, that's on you. Yeah, it's know, your phone. It's on me. But, so how was y'all spring break? We just got back from spring break and we're able to record now, so how was y'all spring break?
1: Pass. Answer.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Alex, how was yours? It was good. I miss my bed. I miss my dog. I miss chocolate milk for free.
0: Yeah. Pooch, you're all the way over there. How was yours? It's
1: fantastic.
0: It's fantastic. All right? Yeah, mine was pretty good. Made some money. So that's all good. As always, we have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah.
1: And I threw two coaches out over spring break.
0: Alex, the umpire, is very proud of throwing coaches out at a Top Gun tournament. Yes, sir. But this one might not be as long as our usual ones, but we still have a lot to talk about. Obviously, we're going to cover XFL week five, as Luke and I made our picks via Instagram video last week. We have college football. We're going to talk about the NFL with the uh, franchise tag deadline coming up. And then we're going to talk about the NBA and college basketball briefly. So without further ado, if you guys are ready, we're going to get into it in 3 2 one. Okay, so XFL week 5, Luke and I made our picks. I went 2 and 2, Luke went 1 and 3, and I went undefeated. And Alex has gone undefeated all year because he hasn't made any. So because y'all decided to record late at night. Well, it's the only time so we can record. Gets we're, some sleep. we're recording in a dorm room. It's loud. We have to wait for people to Go to your done car. Being, it's a microphone. I can't plug a mic in into my car. Yeah, you can. Alright, whatever. It hooks into your laptop. I see no cord going into the outlet, so I think we'll be straight. Anyways, so Luke picked the uh Roughnecks over Seattle. He was right there. He you had what? You had Dallas over New York, right?
2: Yeah, that didn't turn out so good. So Um I missed uh, St. Louis and DC I thought St. Louis would get it on the road but they let me down and I also missed the LA Tampa Bay game the Wildcats picked up the win there scored a lot of points too
0: yeah that game was really good that was a fun game to watch and as you know we're seeing some of these games the offense is definitely starting to pick up for a lot of these teams I had I was correct with Houston I had Houston over Seattle they won 32 to 23. New York, my team, which I was turning around. Luis Perez has really ignited that team. They beat the Dallas Renegades thirty to twelve. I was wrong when I picked. Actually, no. I... Did I pick Dallas? No, you picked New York. No. Yeah, okay. So yeah. So uh, the last Sunday's yeah, game. I missed. I missed Sundays. Miss Sunday's game. So I was wrong. I had St. Louis beating D.C., but they lost. D.C. beat St. Louis fifteen to twelve. Fifteen to six. Fifteen to six. Goodness, I can't. I was looking at the score, but. And then I had Tampa beating LA and the Wildcats came out on top in that one, forty one to thirty four. I should have just stuck with my usual cross country road trip. Teams are gonna lose. I should have stuck with that. It's gotten me through these past couple weeks. I should have stuck in that, but I was wrong there. This league's all over the place. Yeah. And we we talked about that in our Instagram video. If you guys aren't following us, go follow us on Instagram at all American Walk On. But I mean we nobody really has any idea. What's going on? I mean, even with the Houston game, you, you texted me. I remember you texted me. You are like, yeah, they went down. Houston's losing, bro. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they ended up coming back and winning. But, I mean, it's all over the place. Alex, did, did you get a chance to watch any of the games this weekend, or were you working pretty much all? I worked every day over spring break. Yeah, so, I mean, it – D.C. had a bounce-back week. Yes. Um, they, they obviously – I think they play very well at home. And I remember in our video we said something about the fan atmosphere there. It's died down a little bit the past couple weeks. I mean, they were on the road. They lost. There weren't as many people there this week, but they were still loud. And yeah. I, remember the, I forget which player it was, but he did an interview. where He was talking about how the, the fans are – like he's played, he played college football. He's played in the NFL, but the XFL fans are just amazing. And I think that's just a testament to how much people are really enjoying this league and how much they like football. You can never so, get
2: enough football.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's great. I want to talk about New York a team that we had kind of written off. My team, written them off. They looked like the bad news Bears for a couple weeks there. Oh, they looked like garbage. But I think with Luis Perez coming in, who now that he knows the offense, he's been there. He he was see he was behind everybody else. He got traded from L.A. to New York, mm-hmm. and he's been you know he had catch up on offense. The scheme there, and he's really ignited that team. Yeah, he and really put kind of like put
2: them at ease because we would see in the two games before he got the start or came in to play, um, they just looked frustrated out there on the field. Like they were, they were playing harder after the whistle than they were while the play was going on. But I think he's kind of settled them down, and they have a quarterback they can really get behind going forward. And I love
0: that he came out of Division Two yeah, where we they, all play. And they that's needed it. Awesome to see guys from the small schools showing out and getting the national. And he's not getting that much of national attention, but, I mean, if you watch the XFL and you're paying attention to it, then you know, you know who this guy. Is. Yeah, and I think it's just his demeanor and how calm he is. He's really just, I think that's that, what that team needed I think his demeanor as opposed to McGloin's demeanor where he was kind of, you know, arguing with the coach on the sidelines saying that was the worst game he's ever been a part of, really just kind of going after his teammates. I don't necessarily know if that's the way he meant it, but you it just came saw, that way. yeah, you saw this kind of edginess with the players around him, and he obviously wasn't there with the coach. So I don't really know if he'll be back. I hope he's not next year. Um, really like Luis Perez, but hopefully they can continue to keep things rolling on their. Dallas has been up and down all year. Turnovers. Yeah. That's that's and the big thing for them. Didn't have Landry Jones at quarterback this week. Forget who the other. What's the other guy's name? Pooch. Backup yeah, quarterback, Pooch, Dallas Renegades. Look up whoever so look that up for us. But he Dallas
1: what? Renegades?
0: Yeah. His name is Mike Hunt. So he um obviously didn't play
1: Bend over.
0: It's as like well it. as we would have liked to. Alex, shut up. <laughs> Man, we're gonna have to edit all the way over there, but just to make sure. His name is Philip Nelson. What was the stat line? Pulling it up now. Do you have a stat line? Okay, so as Pooch is pulling that up. Yeah, that's really hurt y'all this year, Luke. Turnovers.
2: Yeah, and I said
0: without Jerry Jones, the sky's the limit, but it is. I mean, not. but even in this league, anybody's. We're halfway through the season, and we've seen that. Like, other than Houston, who's, you know, they've they've, they've shown their flaws. Last they, week, and it's, yes. I mean, or no, this past nobody week, nobody really knows what's going to happen there. The East is any. The East is still anybody's. The East is anybody. Yeah, and I mean, even like Tampa showed. Obviously, they lost. They're so close, though. Yeah. They, they were, were so close. But I think that – and I'm going to – I don't know if this is what it is, but I'm going to point it to that cross-country road trip where they, their legs kind of got a little tired towards the end of the game. They allowed L.A. to come back What L.A. had, like, what? I don't know
2: if they, like, physically, but I think they just – Like, mentally, mentally just – yeah. had, They had a couple picks in the fourth quarter, just, like, mental mistakes that you can't have, especially on the road. And when you're trying to come back, they're under 500. Okay, so what, Pooch, is, what's that line for Philip Nelson? He
0: went 28 for 49, 210 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Yep, that so, goes
2: back to it. Turnovers is Dallas' problem. So if
0: you look at his numbers from a output standpoint when it comes to yardage, like that's not that bad. They
1: threw it 49
0: times. Yeah, so I mean when you throw it that many times, you're bound to have something go wrong. But no but touchdowns. He had no touchdowns, and the, two, the two interceptions is really the, the killer there. And even uh,
2: Landry Jones has that problem too so look to see Dallas trying to get a better quarterback going in.
0: To I don't know if agency. it's necessarily a better quarterback I think it's still there just chemistry wise and none of these guys have played together before I know but that's so not, I think it, that, it hasn't looked like a huge problem and that's the thing the league but except it, for it has turnovers have been the main. I mean that's what really sealed the game for LA they had the strip sack at the end of the game where it looked like it was some sort of protection issue where they didn't get the protection right. Quarterback fumbles on the strip sack, scoop and score, touchdown, that game's over. So, I mean, if y'all are ready, I want to go ahead and move on from the XFL, but first... Wait, we didn't make our picks? Let's make... That's what I was getting into. Let okay. me finish my sentence. Well, you said move on from the XFL. I said I want to move on, but first... Okay. Let, let me finish, okay? Okay. <sighs> After Luke's interruption, I was going in such a nice segue there, too, man. My bad. Okay, anyways, let's make our picks for next week. Luke, who you got? Give us our matchups and who you have.
2: All right, our two games for Saturday. We got Houston going on the road to New York and uh, Seattle taking a trip down to Tampa Bay. And then Sunday, we got uh, Dallas going to D.C. and L.A. going to Seattle.
0: So who you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to go bottom to top. Uh... I think L.A. is going to get the win here. I mean, Seattle is just, boof, a dumpster fire right now. No, Nothing's. they're not. Dude, g- th- they're one and four.
0: Yeah, but they've shown life. They showed life last week. They've, they've made progress. They're not a, I wouldn't say they're a dumpster fire. They're just not quite there from a roster talent standpoint. Well, so. I mean, L.A. is so athletic. I, I just
2: don't think they'll be able to keep up with them physically. Um, I'm going with DC back at home against Dallas. I just again turnovers for Dallas are really the big issue, and it hasn't really improved that much as the season's gone on. So I'm going DC there. Uh, Tampa Bay and Seattle. I'm gonna go with. Oof, that's a tough one. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go back to them. We saw Saint, L- Saint Louis. Saint Louis. I'm you never can- gonna get that right. Anyway, yeah. St. Louis, we saw they struggled offensively last week, and they're going to Florida, which is sort of a cross country road trip, kind of like you were saying in the video. St. Louis is in the middle of the country, and then New York and Houston. Houston Roughnecks, they look. I mean, they had they had a slow start last week, but they they seem unstoppable right now.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go in reverse order of what you did. I'm gonna start with our Saturday games, then move on to Sunday. So for our two o'clock game on ABC, I'm gonna go. New York's playing at home, which they're undefeated at home right now. They're three zero at home, or two and zero at home. Yeah, yeah, two zero at home. And they they play much better at home than they have on the road. But I'm still gonna go with Houston there. I think they're just they're too much to handle, and they've got, they're getting great quarterback play. They're probably they're the most
2: complete team. They are the
0: most complete team, and I think they've gelled. They gelled the fastest out of every team, and they're just continuing to ride that along. I'm going to go with St. Louis over Tampa Bay. I think that that running game, yes, it was kind of sluggish last week at times, but I think you know they played against a D.C. team, has a great defense. I think Tampa's defense isn't quite there yet, so I'm going to go with St. Louis there. I think they're going to have a bounce-back week, and they're going to get 2-4-2. Then I'm going to go with D.C. over Dallas, just one like you said, the turnovers, and then also D.C.'s playing at home, and I think – that crowd, even though there haven't been as, there weren't as many people there last week, there's, that crowd still makes a difference. Yeah. You saw with the false starts, the pre snap penalties for the other team. So I'm gonna go with them. Their defense looks great, and then I'm gonna go with C- uh, Seattle to finally put one together against LA. That's kind of there's always one game throughout the week that's kind of a wild card mix that we never really know what's gonna get happen. And that's going to be my game that's going to be that toss-up. Just because L.A. and the games they've had, they've been up and down. They haven't, they haven't been really consistent. They've been able to manage to get wins. And so I'm going to go with Seattle on that one. I think they can finally pull one together and get the win. And we're going to let Alex make some picks. I'm going to yeah. go. He hasn't, made, he hasn't made any picks all year, but we're going to go ahead and you can make some picks right here, buddy. I'm going to, make, I'm going to be 100% watch. All right, we'll make your picks. All right, I'm going to go in reverse,
1: reverse order of Dylan and go in the same order as Lucas did. For the Sunday game at 7 o'clock, I'm going to have to go with the Dragons. In the Sunday 4 o'clock game, I'm going to have to go with the Renegades. In the Saturday 5 o'clock game, I'm going to have to go with the Vipers. And in the Saturday 2 o'clock game, I'm going to have to go with the
0: Roughnecks. Alright, so those are our picks. We're going to stand by them. I'm still in the lead for the season, Alex. You're not in. Actually, this I'm one. still in the lead for the season okay. because I'm a thousand right now. You're zero. You a have a, a dotted value. line a by your stat line. I'm a thousand. I'm undefeated. Pooch, what's your input on this one? What's the question? How? If he, it's not a thousand percent. No,
2: not available. How many licks does it take you to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop?
0: Goodness gracious!
1: All right. All right. So I got a serious question. What do y'all think about Thomas Davis opening up the new arena team in Charlotte? I uh, do you not have an opinion. There's no arena team. There's mm-hmm. no arena
0: football anymore.
1: Thomas Davis is opening up arena football in Charlotte, and they're starting
0: in April. Is hmm. it like the indoor league? Or? Yeah. Because yeah, the, the arena, arena, the arena league's it. Yeah. Okay, so it's the indoor? Yeah. That's it. I know we saw something on Twitter. We live in North Carolina, so we see a lot of North Carolina Twitter. They're talking about putting an XFL team in Greensboro. Yes. However... There's you made no, the point. There's
2: no football stadium in Greensboro. Well,
0: they have A&T, but – and you made the point where if they put one in Raleigh or even – and you said they could play in Carter-Finley. And I even thought about Durham. They could play in the Durham Bulls. The Durham Bulls are a minor league team. The only They're pro- AAA and probably one of the nicest minor league stadiums in all of the country. The
2: only thing, so- though, about having an XFL team in the triangle is that their season would be going on during college basketball, and college basketball is huge. In that part of the state,
0: and I think that's the thing that's kind of hindered. That's why there were other lo- teams. Yes, other, and then I mean it. The Triangle is a college sports dominant area. College sports, not do- like basketball, basketball, baseball, baseball, and even the rivalry football. Like you, you have three teams. Now, granted, Carolina and Duke, because the main rivalry state's always going to be the little brother there. That's just the way it is. Okay. But state and Carolina you football, you could make the argument. State and Carolina, bigger. anything is still a rivalry. Well, it's a but, rivalry for NC State. It's a rivalry. rivalry. It's still a rivalry for UNC. It's just not quite. It's it doesn't have the
2: same scale. I, it's yet, not I
0: on see. the same scale, but as as this. But I want to equate it to. It. It's it's like the same way with Alabama and Auburn. Like and then Alabama and LSU. Realistically, if you win a football game
1: between Duke and Carolina, you get a bell, and that's huge. That who, who would not want a bell? I would want to ring the heck out of that bell. I mean, State. yeah, State and Carolina don't have anything like that. Yeah, they do.
0: What is it? Bragging rights. That's not a physical object. <laughs> so yeah, so I do. I think that it'd be cool to get one in the triangle. Obviously, we've been pushing for a major league baseball team in North Carolina for a, long, forever, time. long before we were born. And then, but I, I don't know if they would still get the same. I think the problem with, with putting a team like say for baseball would be you have the Nationals. People pull for the, either the Nationals or the Braves for the most part, for regionally. North Carolina. You All got right. a few Orioles fans yeah. sprinkled in I there think, too. Uh, I think a uh, XFL team would go good in Charlotte. Yes. Yeah, I would. I agree. XFL in Charlotte would be good. They because I mean they don't really have to worry about NBA season because the Hornets aren't there yet. I mean, obviously the Hornets have a fan base there in Charlotte, but they're not.
1: The
0: they Hornets aren't
2: win. finals they have, contenders. Yeah, yes. They would have to
1: figure out where to play though because like UNC Charlotte plays at the night Stadium and stuff like that. So they'd figure out like a good.
0: I mean they could put it. They could they, they could, could put it in bb They could put it in BBNT and just fill up the bottom. The bottom. Yeah, that's what a lot of teams are doing. They're just playing in the That's what New bottom. York's doing. That's what Seattle's doing. They're and playing Tampa in the Bay. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. All right, moving on from the XFL finally, about 5 minutes after we said we wanted to. The franchise tag deadline for the NFL Thursday. is Thursday, and the big news when it comes to the franchise tag is Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. And they haven't signed a deal, so it's really looking like he's going to get franchise tag, which he said he wouldn't. And there's rumor that he got offered a very, very handsome amount of money. That's not a rumor. What he was, was offered thirty-three million a year. And he's wanting a lot of money. He wanted more than that. He wants something up in like the Russell Wilson range. Where personally, I don't agree with that. Russell Wilson's only thirty-one point four a year. He needs really? something okay. up in the
1: Tom Brady he, range. He wants
0: Brady doesn't even get paid that much, no. but he wants it up in like the forties. Is what I read, what I got from that article. He wants
2: Matt Stafford contract numbers. Yes.
0: And personally, I don't – what were you going to say?
1: Personally, I don't think he's that good to be in the 40.
0: No, I, obviously he's a good quarterback, and he deserves to be paid more than he's being paid. Cause he's a fourth-round draft pick. So yes. he's not making as much as these guys that got drafted in the He's first not making as much as Ezekiel on, on, on his rookie deal. So – but at the same time, he's not a game-changer like a Patrick Mahomes – but he's or also Russell Wilson, or Lamar where he's a lot more reliant on that, on the rest of that team to perform well, the running game, than he can't. I don't want I think no all, disrespect to Dak, he's a great player. He's shown that he's competitive. He's shown that he can win, in when he ha, He's shown that he can make plays when he has to to get his team over the hump and win. But I don't think he quite yet. And I don't know if this was just a scheme thing with their offense. But I don't think he's quite there yet, where he can just take over a game if he has to. And I don't. He's not, also
2: had to play for Jason Garrett though ever since he's been the Yeah, and that's what I meant with. So Middles, it'll be so. it will be interesting to see how he does with Mike McCarthy. But
1: I honestly think like the games that the offensive line's
0: not playing good either. You don't know how to react to get over that hump. And I think that's something that he really has is nice for him. Is they the Cowboys have obviously prided themselves on having a good offensive line, have a good defense. So uh, I don't, I don't know. know. We're losing some
2: pieces though to free agency. So. Yes,
0: but what I will say. If this, um, the CBA gets voted no, they'll still have two franchise tags instead of one, so then they could use that tag on Amari Cooper because he's even said that he wants to be in Dallas. Like he's played other places, and he wants to be in Dallas. He said that, and he wants to find something. Oh, he said it multiple times. Yes, but he also, in a sport like football, where you're not guaranteed the next play, every time you step out onto that field, you have to get paid. He's going to want to get paid. He's one of the top receivers in the league. So what do you think – how do you think – you're a Cowboys fan, Luke, so how do you think that they should handle this? I'm going to, let like, you answer that first. Well, I mean, the way Dak's turning down these deals,
2: I could say you just play it safe and sign Amari Cooper now and then wait to pay Dak, see how he does as the year goes on. I mean, even if he got a deal midseason, like, that wouldn't be, like, out of the question. If he does well to start the year, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a big contract mid-season. Do you think
0: he would hold out? it because not. you think about it. I was watching. I forget who I was watching. I wasn't. I forget what show it was, but they were talking about it, and they they brought up a good point. This is a whole new offensive scheme. So if he holds out, he's gonna miss all those off-season training. He's not gonna be able to come into the facility. He's gonna miss the entire offensive install for McCarthy's. Offense that he's going to be putting in, well, and McCarthy that's going kept to be huge. Kellen Moore, though. Yeah, but I. You saw the way McCarthy was in Green Bay. Yeah, okay, he's a changed man. He's a different coach now, but he's still going to want to input his. Well, yeah, he's definitely going to have some
2: input on it. He's the guy now. But yeah, it would be it would be detrimental. For Dak to hold out because he's like, he's the leader of the team,
0: and I think at the at the quarterback position. Yes, you have to get paid, but I think that's a position where if you hold out, that kind of sends a message to the team he might loo- don't if he lose
2: don't respect If he loses the respect of the players, this season's going to end up exactly how it did this past year.
0: And many years. Eight and eight. Prior, yes. So I, I think the Cowboys are kind of strung here with the way this whole thing's worked out. And I think the bigger, th- the bigger thing is Amari Cooper. Because obviously they're going to have Dak. Dak's not going to go anywhere else. I don't think he's really a high commodity in the market right now. Everybody knows he's staying a Cowboy. But Amari Cooper could go somewhere else next week, and he's going to have offers from a lot of different teams, and he's going to have to make a decision. Yes, he wants to stay in Dallas, but how much are they going to be able to pay him to keep these other pieces around? if there's one thing we don't have to
2: worry about in Dallas, it's money. Yes. So that's one thing that kind of eases me a little bit Mm -hmm. about this whole thing.
0: And with free agency coming up, I want to talk about some other players in the NFL, specifically quarterbacks. Start off with Brady. Nobody knows what he's doing. And he made some comments. He doesn't even know what he's doing. So I think that kind of ends the, yeah, we can guess and speculate and all this stuff, but I don't really want to talk about that. We won't
2: really know because until it happens. we're just
0: making random guesses about what we want. And when it does happen, as we've said before, it's going to be breaking news. But something that is kind of on everybody's mind is what's next for Philip Rivers? Retirement. You think he's gonna retire? No. I
2: don't think he will, but I think he should. Alex, what do you think is up for him?
1: Philip Rivers. Yeah. I think there's definitely a team out there for him. I don't think he's ready to retire yet. I mean, he's like the the best junk talker in the NFL without cussing. Like he's got to go somewhere because I enjoy watching his mic'd up videos.
0: He's awesome. I think so. I think he'll definitely sign somewhere. And I I was thinking about this when I was writing out our script for this. What if, so Tua's injury has been one of the biggest talks of the whole NFL draft process, right? What if a team that felt like Tua wasn't quite ready to play, they didn't want to put him in here to re-risk, to risk re-injury because he he has been injury-prone throughout his whole career. What if a team were to sign Phillip Rivers to a deal? You don't have to pay Tua a ton of money. He's going to be on his rookie contract, and you could sign Phillip Rivers to a one- or two-year deal or really, I think for him, it's he's really looking at a one-year deal at this point. Just sign him to a one-year deal, let Tua learn your system. Don't just put him in there to die. Let him learn from a veteran quarterback. Yes. So, I mean, I think that's something that could be a possibility for a team. But the one team that was looking at
2: Tua heavy was Miami, and they're not really interested in Rivers. It seems like because I mean they've been talking highly of Justin Herbert now.
0: No, yeah, and that's so. I mean, I'm just thinking like that. I'm throwing a bunch of stuff out there, just random hypotheticals that could happen. So there's. I mean, there are teams that need a quarterback. Yes, there. Oh, there not as many as usual. As usual, but there's definitely teams that need. Tampa a Bay quarterback. They need one. Tampa. Bad. I don't. I don't know. I think Bruce Arians can. Now that he's been there a year and he can really start to get with Jameis. I think he, Jameis has an opportunity to turn his career around. Cause he still has Mike Evans. He does. Who doesn't he have OJ Howard too? Yes. Yeah. My boy, Roll Tide. So, I I don't know. There, a lot of stuff. It's kind of. a it's how it happens every year, in every sport. It's just kind of this lull with free agency and all, and then all of a sudden it is just like boom, 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 and then you have the draft, and then it's boom, 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 mm-hmm. and then it 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 just all comes at you at once. So. We'll be ready for that. Speaking of Tua, on the lines of college football and college football players coming out, he's supposed to be cleared yesterday, the 9th. And for you guys, it'll be two days ago when you get this. But he's supposed to be cleared on Monday. But he wasn't be able to go to the doctor because he's training in Nashville and he wasn't be able to do this because of the awful damage that was taking place in Nashville due to the tornado. Um, we're thinking about everybody out there And if we have any listeners from that area, let let you know you are in our thoughts and prayers and reach out to us and let us know if there's anything that we could do, whether, you know, just for help with supplies or whatever. And I I do think that I I haven't talked to you guys about this yet. This is like real stuff. My church is part of an organization that is stationed in Tennessee that does disaster relief. And I was thinking that since we do have a, quite a large following now that if we were to do something to help those people out, if you guys would be on board with that. And if our listeners would be on board with that, please let us know how you think about that. I think it's a good thing. So just kind of see, I don't know how we would do that or if we, we would even be able to do that. Cause if we can, I think we should. Okay. I could set up something. So yeah, we can, we can think about that. But anyways, back to him. He wasn't able to go to get tested to get cleared. So he still hasn't been cleared to throw, but he will be on schedule for his pro day and his workouts for the NFL teams. And that's really going to determine where he gets drafted. And I just wanted to throw that, in throw there. that out there. That's, you know, not his fault that he couldn't get tested. But you know, that, that did happen. So yet. that is why if anybody's wondering why two hasn't been cleared yet, that is why. Other Alabama player, this is kind of the bad side. We usually don't like to cover the bad side of sports on here. We try to keep it pretty light. But Antonio Alfonso, or Alfano I really don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. He was a player at Alabama. He was the number one player in the country. He came in and transferred like right after camp. He realized he wasn't going to be playing, and he transferred to Colorado. And he was suspended from Colorado for a violation of team rules. Um... And there are rumors that he's going to be transferring again. What do you guys think about the whole... You know, we we all play... All four of us in here play college football. What do you think about the guys... Like, I don't have a problem gonna transfer? I don't have a problem with transferring. But just the multiple transfers. What do you think about that? That's ridiculous. I think you should only be allowed to transfer at one time. I, I, and, yeah, so I... It's obviously, like, there are situations, like you saw the guy that transferred from Coastal, coastal to Carolina Virginia to Virginia Tech. Tech to be closer to his family because his grandma was sick. And obviously, you have those situations like that. And that's why yeah. I'm me mad. He didn't get granted a waiver when Justin Fields and Tay Martell both got granted waivers immediately just because, as I've said on here before, all the NCAA cares about is making money. And I'm probably going to get, like, drug tested or something now that I said that if anybody from the NCAA hears that. But It's true. It's, yes, it's, I, I don't know. The whole transfer thing kinda of bothers me. But anyways, from that. Also, on this idea of transfers and decommitting, Mac Brown turns around another QB in Drake May out of Myers Park High School in Charlotte, North Carolina, just like younger, what? Younger brother of Luke May. Like what, like forty minutes from us? Yeah, it's not far at all. So though. I think that's the best fit for him, just because we have Bryce Young coming in at Alabama, who's obviously an amazing player, and he's after this year. I but think Max can get the job this year, but he's really the next step in that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he should
2: have committed to Alabama in the first Here's place. Here's the
0: million-dollar question. Do you think he can go in and compete with Sam Howell? No, that's what I want to say. But No, he but you be- have to think about it. That's the best it is for him because he's still – he's a rising senior, right? Yeah. Yes. So – Sam Howell will be going into his junior year, his be, freshman year, right? Sam will be eligible for a draft. And that's what I was going to say. He could redshirt. Sam Howell is most likely going to leave early yeah, if, from, he if he keeps sure. his track he, that yeah, he's if been he keeps on. Playing he keeps playing, playing the way he does. Like he, he'll yeah, leave early. So. He's a great player. So I think he'll, he'll be at his redshirt year, and then he'll have four years of eligibility after that. So there's, there's that thought. Um, I mean, hats off to Mac Brown. He turned Sam Howell from Florida State, and now he turned Drake May from Alabama. And those are two big time power five schools that you wouldn't necessarily think UNC would be competing with recruiting wise, but they are. And they are now because that program, yes, the what they go like seven and six last year? Six and six. Well seven and six. Seven with and six game. the bowl game, yes. So I mean they're making that turnaround, actually turn that program around. And we saw the the way the basketball team turned out this year. I mean that was football school this year.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: I mean, that. even
2: if they didn't put up as many wins as people thought they should have, the atmosphere around football for Carolina was better than basketball. And they That's had a young, had a young
0: team, and they had a lot of close games, which hopefully next year for them, they'll be able to turn that around. So we're about 30 minutes in. This is usually about when we get to Luke's special segment of Culture on the Clock. And I think that we all know. What he's going to be talking about. So, Luke, I'm going to get the stopwatch up, and you'll be ready to go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so Luke will have 45 seconds to talk about the coronavirus. Just get that out there that it's freaking everybody out. So you'll be on the stop in 3, 2, 1. All right.
2: So, yes, coronavirus is making a reappearance on this segment. As you know, it's got everybody freaking out. We're not really sure why yet, but um, professional teams like in the MLB, MLS, NHL are starting to restrict access into their locker rooms to try to prevent the spread, which I mean I guess is a good thing, but I mean you could also make the argument that it's premature since I don't know if it's as deadly as everyone thinks, but then we go over to place like Italy's completely shut down, like it's like a business that just closed early. I'm not really sure what's going on there. If you have it,
0: stay that's away. tough,
2: stay and home. stay away. But, I mean, if you don't, just stay sanitary. That's
0: all I have to say. All right, so Luke got that done in 44 seconds. Great job. They're so Pooch, your family's homeland. Yes, Italy is on national quarantine. Yeah. Borders are At closed. The moment. Borders are closed, and apparently one of our teammates' teachers is on a plane back from Italy. I don't know how she's getting back.
1: Should be interesting.
0: But yeah, I'm staying away from Bo as long We're as I We're going, going that to one. online classes. Yeah, I don't know if I really want that though. I don't.
1: I'll be bored at home, dude. I feel like I won't get any work done.
0: No, I'll get my. I'll definitely get work done, but
1: I'll play with my puppy. I won't want to do oh, my yeah, I'll horse.
0: be, I'll be
1: bored. <laughs> but
0: anyway, <laughs> jeez, see, I don't. I'm gonna say this right now, and I've kind of taken some heat from, really, my girlfriend. <laughs> Who is a biology major and thinks she's a doctor at this point? <laughs> but doctor. I, I you better mean, better
1: call her doctor. she should get mad at. You.
0: Yes, it is. It's spreading fast. I think it's shown how easy it is to spread. But it's also I think that's what's got, got not, everybody yeah, freaked out. It's also not as deadly as people think. The people that are dying from it have either they're old and have compromised immune systems, or they already had pre-existing conditions here. Well, they said the people here from ages 14 to 49 could be highly affected by this very contagious disease. So, yeah, Pooch, what did you say on that? You, you had that up Some, earlier, so... Uh,
1: teens aren't facing death as high as the older people and the younger kids, but they're getting more severe symptoms.
0: So, basically, we have a better chance of getting worse symptoms, but... When you get the worst of it, you just don't die. Basically. But we have the stronger immune systems, yeah. so we're able to put up... But, with I that. mean, the people,
2: like... It's so bad in China because, what were we saying? They don't really have the best access to health care because, you know, communism. But And the hygiene
0: is bad. Like exactly. Kids, like it's my mom, not, my it's mom was telling me how these people, like, somebody, I forget what it was, but this, this lady wrote an article about just walking through the streets of China. Kids will they pull their pants down and poop in the middle of the street and pull them up yeah. and just keep walking.
2: It's just not as developed.
0: So, yeah, and... I don't know. Apparently, China has it under control now. That's I mean, what they say. At least they're live. not. At least they're not doing what North Korea is doing. And I'm saying nobody mur- has it. Murrag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So what did you say, Pooch? Iraq's killed how many people?
1: Iraq has killed twenty-seven people off of alcohol poisoning, trying to cure them of the coronavirus.
0: Because apparently, alcohol can like. Kill the, virus. kill the virus, but they ended up killing people. Somebody's and got the cure to this. They just don't want to release it. They're just trying to see how much money they can make off of cancers. it. They
1: get the cure to cancer. I, this things. is a really false. insensitive, this is
0: a very like maybe insensitive thing to say, and check me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe the government or somebody out there has a cure for cancer, and it's either not safe yet, and it hasn't been fully tested safe yet, or the government's making so much money off of it and cancer research, that they don't want to release it. I mean, no, I is, I agree. In
1: some cases, I agree. Some cases, I don't. I mean, like, I th- think it's more more I think it's if more they do like, have
0: a cure. I think it's more towards what I first said like about it's how not, it's, it's not, safe.
1: not safe yet. The good Lord above blessed our family. Like chemo and radiation cured my mom's mm-hmm. cancer, but like there's still some people out there that's taking chemo and radiation. That's like dying because of it
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i like, mean that's saying cancer sucks so i i yeah. say that and it i'm sorry if i have offended anybody i that wasn't my purpose here we know that cancer is very very bad but i, I that's just something i want to put out and that it's another conspiracy with the coronavirus where it started is like the chinese equivalent to the cdc where they test all these viruses and they were testing a strand of the coronavirus there and i think it may have gotten out either released or population control from China and that is how it spread that is just a theory I, I have I like one of those that, radical theories I thought it was from someone eating a bat. no it wasn't from that that was just you know like, that was one of those like you
1: know what's crazy weird things nobody's like, ever thought about that I thought about
0: somebody's probably thought about it but go ahead I mean, there's 7
1: billion people in the world. When North Korea said they had something for the United States... Everybody's
0: I thought of that! I literally just... You stole that it. from Twitter! Everybody <laughs> has thought of that! That is the most unoriginal thing ever. I got that, it's off, not a mean, I got that off. off a meme page. <laughs> 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 okay, so yeah, we're done with culture on the clock there. Um, we spent a little more time on that than we usually do, but I think with... with how Well, we always do 45 seconds when we talk about it. You're just not here. Shut up, intern. Anyways... So, yeah, I'm calling you intern now, even though we make no money off of this and we're not professional at all. Shut up, pooch. You're silent. This is a silent game. You're playing a silent game right now, and you're the only one playing. If you talk, you get a spanking. Okay, anyways, moving on from the coronavirus, let's get into the latter half of this episode, the NBA. And more specifically, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, sir. Over the past week, have shown their dominance. LeBron is making a very, 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 very strong case for the MVP right now. The way he is playing, they beat Milwaukee, who's the best team, has the best record in the league. Turned and around and beat the Clippers. Turned around and beat the Clippers, and in the Clippers like three days. Are, so I mean, that are the Clippers falling? And obviously, they're falling. They're they're like what they're. I think they're tied for second now. No, I think they're in the Cause when they I think put, when they Pooch, pl- look
2: up the put, look when they played. Check s- this. When they played Sunday,
0: they were second in the West. Okay, Pooch, check this right now. Look up the the uh, Western Conference standings. I think for they're the NBA. Please. I think they're tied with Denver. Okay, so yeah, but we're Pooch gonna we're gonna get, get their we're gonna get their seating checked three, three, in a second. Four. Clippers. Clippers are in second with forty-three wins, and the Nuggets are in second
1: with forty-three wins, but they have more.
0: Okay. okay, so, so the yeah, Clippers they, are a half game up for second place. So they could be sliding, and do you think if they did slide to a 3 or a 4, or the three, say they slide to the 3 and Denver takes the 2, do you think that that's really an issue for them because of this load management strategy they're having, or do you think they're really just like, look, we're going to play a seven-game series. Every th- game going to be a road game for us because L.A. is the Lakers town.
2: I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's going to affect them in the playoffs as much because they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but I think that load management is just keeping them from a championship. It's not keeping them from success in the playoffs or the regular season, but it, that I feel like that is what's hindering them from a finals
0: championship. I, I do agree with you. Um, another team that is trying out a tactic, the Rockets' <laughs> small ball. <laughs> Oof. Not working out so well. Pitch can, I think it was six games. Can you check me on that? But I think they're on a six-game or no four-game, four four-game. Four Carolina streak. was on a six-game losing. The Rockets are on a four-game losing streak, game streak. After winning, they won six straight. That's what it was. They won their. They won six straight, and now they're on a four-game losing streak. Well,
1: Rockets won
0: today. They won. Okay, so they won today, so their streak that streak is not over. But who'd they play? Timberwolves. And whatever. Okay, they're not even like in the NBA. They're like, and they should go play like the tropics or something that's semi-pro <laughs> anyways so it's not really working out how they thought it would and I think it's hard when you have two ball dominant players like James Harden
2: yeah they really messed up when they got rid of Clint Capella
0: Russell Westbrook. it it hasn't worked it doesn't work and the only place it has worked is places where LeBron has been because it's LeBron and he can play all five positions. Yes, and I mean even when he. And you look at it when he was in Miami. Well, they had Chris Bosh. Come on now. Well, I, had, and I'm, I mean more like him and Dwayne Wade. It oh. was a ball time. So I mean that worked, but. But even the, like, was Spolstra,
2: y- so that, like Lebron was. And Lebron was younger. Like D Wade, kind of brought Lebron with him.
0: Yes. So I, I think the Rockets are on their way to being a failed state at this point. I don't think the small ball thing, obviously with their roster, I think it's the best fit for them with their roster with what they have. But it's I, not going to win
2: them a championship. But I don't though. think
0: right now it's going to win them. No. it's. I mean, it wasn't going to win them a championship in the first place. The West is stacked this year. Yeah. Especially that's... specifically Los Angeles is stacked right yes. now. That city is loaded. But, um, so, so,
1: yeah. But for a minute going back to LeBron. This LeBron James is the best LeBron James I've ever seen play. I don't know. I do because, like, usually he worked in the past. He worked from the inside out. like he would. He oh, was, I mean, he's
0: pulling up from the yeah, logo. He, yeah.
1: he would always drive to the basket and then work out that way, and now he's got a crucial jump shot now, and, like, he's working from the outside in, and that's what's making him such a dangerous weapon because, like, people's not used to defending
0: that. And I mean, on that load management, I want to talk about this, then we can move on. Do you think that the way he's playing right now and the minutes he's having to put in, is that going to come back and get him? As the, I mean, the NBA playoffs are long. I mean, so,
1: if
2: they can take care of business in the first two rounds and get to the conference finals, I think he'll be fine just because of the way he takes care of his body.
1: And the way he trains.
2: Yeah. But, but I mean, <laughs> may it short, might it shorten his career?
0: Maybe. Maybe, but, like, he has nothing else to prove. I think that it depends on now if they can get out of the first two rounds with like five six game series yeah so I think they'll be good there but I think if if they're going seven games then that's gonna start to pay a toll especially when they get to the finals and I mean the East I think right now it's it's either gonna be Milwaukee Milwaukee or Boston Boston has a shot yeah Boston definitely has a shot it all just like
1: the deciding factor with
0: him though is like he's gotta stay healthy if he gets hurt like. It's going downhill. For I don't me. know, though, because we still have Anthony Davis. Yeah, but, I mean, it's – even the production – I mean, the production drops a little bit when he's out. But oh, I don't, it definitely I don't, does. If you lose a player like LeBron James, I don't – obviously, have a great – The mental impact
2: is more yes. severe than the yes, f- actual exactly. physical manpower
0: impact. So college basketball, <laughs> terrible and whatever, but college basketball, it is finally conference tournament time. And this is the time of year that we all loved growing up because, you know, you see the teacher when you're in elementary school, roll the TV into the classroom, plug it in, and... Watch the ACC tournament. ACC Network comes on, which is on, what, like CBS or something for us? It used to be. Before they actually had the ACC Network. And you watch the ACC tournament all week. Long, best week of my life. Yes. Agreed. Who are your not... So favorite favorites as like who is your kind of under I know who your guys' favorites are gonna be So I want to ask you who is your under the radar team that you think could come in and make it? It's a UNC for what conference for the ACC UNC, I don't I, we're talking about the ACC C
1: going all the way making the 20 turning, 20, the 20. What kind of northern crap is that?
0: I'm it. from Richmond Virginia
1: That's 20. My great great
0: grandfather killed a priest Easy killer, West, you got confidentially confidentially. In West. You, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Luke, what what is your kind of what is your team that you think under the radar? Not necessarily under the radar, but what is your what's the team Not that you would pick? Not expected to win. What is the team that you would pick that isn't Duke? Is what I'm trying to get at. I mean, I think for me, it'd probably
2: be tough uh, between UVA and Clemson.
0: I was thinking we've more. Seen, I was thinking more on the lines of like Florida State, like Louisville, kind of. Not, like I was thinking there. I just didn't want you. I just didn't want you to say Duke. Well,
2: UVA is the three seed. Yeah, but, but no, but it doesn't. Oh, uh, Louisville lost today. No, uh, lost. Louisville doesn't play till Thursday. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they didn't good.
1: play today. Yeah. The last game of the oh yes, I know.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think UVA is a team that nobody really expects to win the tournament, but I mean, they they do have a real shot. They kind of struggled this year. They had a little championship hangover, but. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them in the semifinals or the finals of the tournament.
0: So, Alex, who would you say, other than UNC, has a shot? Do you think like a legitimate shot that you could see? I, this is me. Like I would
1: say, Florida State. Like Florida State's had obviously had some bumps in the roads. Like they started off strong, they got kind of weak, and then like they got strong and got weak. I mean, I, they're healthy right now, so I mean, I feel like they can mm-hmm. power through the tournament and be in that championship game. I hope
0: so. They're the one seed. So I think the team, yeah, the team I'm going to go with. But that Louisville I game was, would be tough. I was going to say either Virginia or Florida State. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no.
2: Duke would have to play Florida State in the semifinal.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So I had that wrong. My bad. Carolina so, would have to play Louisville in the semifinal. Yeah. Yes.
0: Which will be a tough game yeah. for Carolina. If they can, yeah. Who who's Carolina play tomorrow? Syracuse? Syracuse. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so for all of you listening, when you'll be getting this on Wednesday, Carolina's playing at, what, 7? Uh, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's at 7. They're they're that's playing, a safe bet. They're playing bet. Syracuse at 7. So, but, yeah, for me, the, if I had to pick two teams, it would be either Virginia or Florida State. I think Florida State has a really good shot to win it this year. See, and, y'all just party poopers.
1: Like, y'all don't want to pick North Carolina because you know we're going to come back
0: and win this thing. I mean, Carolina has a shot, but I just don't think. Every team has a shot. I mean, yeah, State did it. Duke what? don't 80, When did State? 80-something?
1: We actually play at nine tomorrow night.
0: Play at nine, okay.
1: Cause Notre Dame and Boston College played before us. Oh,
0: can't wait for that! I one. always forget that. Yeah.
1: Anyways, Go what do y'all? Irish. What do y'all think about? What do y'all think about the NC State Pitt game tomorrow?
0: They play. At, Pitt
1: played really really good today. They I play mean, at two o'clock tomorrow.
0: But I think that's a game. NC State NC State has to win to get in. I think right now Joe already Joe Linardi has them as the last team to get into the tournament right now. I and think their first four out. Well, they're one of the, they're the last team. I think they're the last team to get in. And they have to win tomorrow. If they lose tomorrow, they're out. But they have to win tomorrow to get in. If
1: so, this is going to be a battle this game right here. Clemson and Miami. They're both 15 and 15. I'm taking Clemson in that one. I am too, but at the same time, Miami always comes up strong in the tournament. That's, that's true. Um,
2: Clemson can Clemson's proven they can win the big games, but then they've struggled the so game. mightily against small. yeah, against weaker teams. So that'll be an
0: interesting game to watch. All right. So, do you guys have anything else you want to say? I think it's about time to wrap this one up. It's ready,
2: ready for the NCAA.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for March Madness. I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about there. We'll be filling on our brackets and. Oh, uh, that's the best part. You guys know. We want you guys to know as well who you think, who are your favorites for these conference tournaments. Uh, we want to, tell us who your Power Five, who your five favorites for an all Power Five conferences are, in college basketball. We just don't have enough time to cover all those right now. We want to get this over with for y'all. But as I mentioned earlier, our Instagram account, um, we, we've recently gone on the social media, all social media platforms except for Snapchat, I think. So our Twitter handle is at, A is at A-A-W-U pod. No, W-O. W-O pod. So all American walk-on podcast at A-A-W-O pod. And then our Instagram, which is where we post more of our – we're going to be posting more, like, videos, just, like, random, like, funny things for – not real for you guys. I know it's not real. To it's not the point. Kind of see, we're we're gonna do more like just kind of like our life stuff, I guess, or like maybe random things like like super hot wings or bad tasting stuff. Let us know if you guys would like to see that on our Instagram. We're also gonna be posting little short videos about just little tidbits that we might not put in here or our end of week special that we do. So go follow us on Instagram at All American Walk On. So I think really that's it. Oh, and also let us know what you think about our little mini-service project we might want to do. So that's a wrap from myself, Luke, Alex, and our special guest, fact-check guy, Pooch. So thank you all, and we will catch you on Friday.